we are Maitri. You are listening to Sin World Podcast. Yes. Hey, what's up? Happening world. Scene. Scene. It's that podcast with us. That's not sure if that is in the right that's, order, but people a, will get it. A, yeah, that's a great. That is. That is. We're saving that. That is freaking glorious. Um, in the power belief, we do. Yes. Right. In whatever that means. Yes. Exactly. Um, him, Jorg, I, AJ. This is <laughs> nice podcast in a minute. Yeah, we will be talking to Lual Games from the German part of Switzerland. Yes, about their upcoming text adventure game Graphic called. Text. No, it's actually officially a text adventure. Not. A... No, they call it a text adventure, not a graphic adventure. Well, no, no, no. It's not a graphic adventure, but it's like a graphic text adventure. It's a text adventure with graphics. Yeah, but but yeah, yes. Okay, it, it is. A but anyway, yes, it's a it's a it's a go west, and then you know whatever, and then things yeah. change. I doesn't exist. Is the I doesn't exist. Yes, yes. You should yeah. be. If you're watching this. You'll see me playing the game badly during the interview, um, because awesome. I did that. Um, so so yeah, uh, if you're listening to this, then you can go and watch it and watch me play a game badly. And if you watch it, you can go and listen to it. Isn't that nice? Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> Otherwise, you can just close your eyes and imagine that I'm playing the game badly. <laughs> awesome. So much possibilities on so modern many, technology. So many. Yeah, I know. Podcasts mm. are like cutting edge of everything, man. Wow. Um, it's like multimedia. You have sound, picture, and video. Yes, yes. So, well, that's picture and video is kind of the same thing, right? <laughs> kind of. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. Hey, um, have you seen this thing on YouTube? The YouTube... Um, hi, what did you want? Um, that sounds like a YouTube... Uh, like, a, like an eBay that's notification. A, that's an eBay notification letting me know that I am I am the winning bid currently on... on awesome, awesome. Um, um, mm, uh, what was I saying? Um... Oh, 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 oh. Did you notice that YouTube has, you can now watch things in 1080p and 1080p premium? Yeah, yeah, but that is already since a while, at least in Germany. Yeah, yeah, so you can get, I just discovered you can get, you can pay to watch YouTube videos, which will block the ads and let you, um, and and being the schmuck that I am, I signed up for my seven day free trial um, to see what exactly uh, the difference between 1080 and 1080 premium is. And let me tell you, there is no difference between 1080 and 1080 premium. And also, I saw you can download videos. No, you it's can't. No, you can't. It's you can. Lie. It is you... a lie. It is a lie. When you when I download, if I want to download a video, right? I want to. I want to have that video on my computer in a file that I can watch. That's not how this works. This you go to YouTube and you can watch, and the video is downloaded in your like your your browser cache or whatever, so you can watch it offline. But on YouTube, you don't have the file that you can do anything with. Okay, I see. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a it's not downloading. It is not. It doesn't download it to anywhere that you can get to. 
you have to be on YouTube, which I don't understand. If, you, if you're offline, how do you go to YouTube to watch your downloaded video? You can because the app also works without internet. What app? YouTube app. The YouTube app, yes, but not, but not on my computer. I don't have a YouTube app. Yeah, well. I've got a browser. It makes it easy for like if I got if I want to watch a video where I have no service on my computer, there's no no Wi-Fi on my computer, and I've got the video downloaded, so I can just go to there while I've got service and just pull up that that page when I get to where I don't and watch the video. But but if I'm someplace where I don't have service, I can't get to YouTube to watch it. There's probably some way you didn't think about. Maybe, maybe, and maybe you can like root through, through the cache or something to 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 find the. File. I guess there is something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, there are there are I there are third party solutions that I use, like mm. like MacX YouTube Downloader, which will download mm. the actual file as like an MP4. But I much prefer that because it's free. Um, but but yeah, I like how if you do that, the old YouTube videos actually are downloaded in a WebM format and not an MP4. It's like, wow, this actually is so old that you have to convert it so you can use it in modern video editing software. The software I use actually does the conversion on the fly, so it downloads it. You get it as an MP4 no matter what version it is. Hmm. You can tell it. You can tell it to download it as the, the whatever the whatever you just said, the web, the, the web 3 or whatever. Um, but But... WebM, yeah, WebM, yeah. But uh, otherwise, it will automatically convert it on the fly. And, Which and who, who will do that? That's the MacX video, con uh, MacX uh -huh. YouTube downloader. I see. I believe there is a PC version as well. I could be making that up, but it is. There is. Um, they make a lot, of, a lot of cool things. That anyway, should we move to the news from we YouTube? We probably should because we've been talking for ten minutes about nothing. Yeah. Anyway, so I have I have two news yes. from the mascot area of Sega and Nintendo. One oh. is about Mario and the second one is about Sonic. Now you so, said now say say the first one's name again. Mario. Mario. Okay. I've been getting into an argument with my fiance for some time now about whether it's pronounced Mario or Mario. It's pronounced Mario because we interviewed Charles Martinet uh -huh. and he uh -huh. says uh -huh. Mario himself. And and because I am from Jersey, which is right next to New York, which is from where Mario was supposed to be, we always said Mario. It's the Super Mario Brothers, not the Super Mario Brothers. Like I, yeah. I don't I don't understand if you have a comment, if you if you as as the audience dis dispute this, um, I say it's Mario. Yurik says it's Mario. Charles Martinet apparently says it's Mario. So, um, it's a me, Mario. He doesn't say it's a me, Mario. No, it's it's that's, a me, Mario. Yeah, right, Mario. It's the eh, that, that eh, that, that Jersey, eh. New York, eh, eh, eh. This is a great intro. This is, this I know. is quality content right here. Uh, anyway, so the news is there will be a new 2D Super Mario game. Nice. Maybe. That's already it. I will link to a TikTok video where they show some footage about it. Um, it look like? What's it look like? Like a two D Super Mario game, but like like eight bit, or like does it look really nice? Uh, it looks really nice. Modern oh. graphics. Yeah, 
So uh, guys, guys, nothing will beat the graphics of Super Mario Brothers three. I'm sorry. Just 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 do that. Just do Super Mario Brothers three graphics. Please don't 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 try to make it nicer. Don't 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 fancy it up. I, with... I'm fine with anything basically. But that is probably because I I played a lot of Super Mario All Stars. Which actually had updated graphics. I did too. Yeah, on the on the SNES, <laughs> I had the uh, I had I had Super Mario World, I think it was, and and yeah, it was updated graphics, but like like I could never get into it because it felt wrong because he looked he looked too good. Whereas I didn't care as a kid. I I I did. I I don't think I was a kid. You you mm. you and I have a few years between us. Four, I believe. How old are you going to be? I'm 41 right now. 41. Okay, I'm 44. So three years betwixt us. Three years. So, yes. Oh, my God. So, so I'm so much older than you. I don't understand how we could even be friends. Ooh. Three years apart. Oh, my God. Anyway, so the second news is about the Sonic Symphony World Tours happening. What and is that? And some spots is... Are already sold out. Well, it's a symphony going through the world, touring, and playing super uh, well Sonic theme songs. That's basically it. Okay. There was in the original Sonic, there was a banger of a tune. I think it was the second level or something. Um, I can't. Yeah. So the countries they will be are UK, France, USA, yeah, Brazil, Germany, also yeah, Japan, and Canada. Awesome. By the mix, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Speaking of Japan, our good friend. Um, Nick Vivid, our good friend Nick Vivid, is in Japan right now doing a concert thing, a tour in Japan, and and posting some awesome, awesome um, Instagram stories where he's nice, wearing nice. like, like, like it looks like he's wearing custom-made um, Japanese pajamas. But um, awesome, that dude has fashion sense that that my girlfriend wish I had. Nice. Uh, but but yes, he's over there right now. So if you happen to live in Japan, and I'm sure we have some Japanese listeners and or watchers, um, go find him um, and check out his tour if he's still touring when this comes out, which hopefully he will be. Awesome. Because, because this should come out pretty soon. So, so now we spoke about um, uh, Super Mario and Sonic. Yes. And now we also have news about the C64 counterpart. The what? The C64 counterpart. We had a counterpart. Create Gianna Sisters. Oh, God. And now there is a Petsky version released. Oh, Create Gianna Petsky Sisters can now be downloaded for free from itch.io. We will link to that. <sighs> Am I the only person on the earth that does not like the great Gianna sisters? I liked it, but I didn't like the music. Okay, I will give you that. Yes, yes. I, I too, I enjoyed it as a game. 
the music annoyed me. Which is interesting because it's, it, it's it considered it's it's yeah it's considered one of the greatest pieces of Brazil. I know, I know, and I, I know. don't understand why. Okay, the theme, so the many... main theme, the main theme is is great. The main theme is awesome. I don't like it. I don't like but it. But once you get into the game, me. when you get into the game and you start playing, the music just goes. <laughs> I, I don't even like the um, intro theme. I don't know. I'm not a fan of the soundtrack have, of... Yeah, he, of just, he just phoned it in, I guess, with that one. It was like, eh, whatever, here's some music. Yeah. But there's so many games like that, which which are like... I mean, okay, like like Thundercats on the 64. None of that music is the Thundercats theme. I If, if I listened to that, you know, I, I saw, you know, Thundercats, and I listened to the music, and I'm like... The hell is this? This is. I mean, the High Voltage Sid Collection Steel Info has a whole story about how Rob Hubbard didn't convert the music from Commando from the arcade machine on the C64 uh, right. that he was contracted for. Instead, he did his own random song yeah, right, and right. loaded it in in the night on all computers in the building yeah. just because he felt like it. Uh-huh. So it was like, I'm paid to do this. Why should I do a conversion? Fuck it, I will just do my own thing. Yeah, yeah. But there were different times, you know. Nowadays, nobody would pay you if you do the opposite of what you are paid for, to do. True. Uh, but, back, but back then in the 80s, probably yeah, nobody You could cared. get away with that stuff back then. Yeah, um, exactly. So I got, I got a couple bits of news here, just to... Uh, one is that the virtual succeed—that's perfect. Yes, that's beautiful. We will yeah. link to that in the podcast. Uh, yes, that will be right down there. Next news: we'll lots item. of bees and L's. Yes, um, uh, the virtual C64 emulator for Mac has been updated to version 4.6. Nice, nice. Um, uh, and that's that's—I I haven't really used it. Um, I, I prefer Vice if I'm going to use uh, an emulator, but you know, I mean, it, it exists, so um, that's 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 cool. Um, and the other one is the C64 OS version 104 has been released. Nice. And um, they that that's an odd kind of a duck because. Um, this was done by a dude who wanted to make a an OS for the 64, for the C64, and and a, like a modernish OS, and he kind of <clears throat> did it, although it's not like like Geo's is like bitmap and kind of like you know kind of higher tech. This is more like 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 character graphics and stuff like that, but. <clears throat> They've they've introduced uh, a, a new uh, universal graphics format uh, called CGFX, um, which is um, which which according to the Oasis BBS release, uh, 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 um, it supports various native and non-native video modes, offering metadata, format details, and frame size information. And it allows for multiple frames with panoramas, matrices for 3D models, and look-around scenes, and short animations up to 256 frames. So that's and the SidPlay library has also gained uh, support for metadata. 
and there's a new utility called Sid Preview that lets you listen to PSID music files. Um, so that that so you can you can you know um, check out stuff from the the high voltage collection. Um, and and updated drivers for Turbo Chameleon and MMC sixty four. So it's 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 really I really want to try this. At the same time, I don't because I don't know. Like like uh, you need uh, so so for an OS. And this is this is an issue that we have for the C sixty five, right? Is that the Mega sixty five comes out, so you got to see the C sixty five is now a thing. You can get a Commodore 65, right? Um, there's no, there's no infrastructure. There's no, there's no, um, you, you know what I mean? Like, 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 there's no, no pe- people aren't making software for this thing. You know, Geos because it's not compatible with anything else. Right, Geos has been around forever. People made a ton of stuff for it, even if nothing new has been made for it in years, which is not true. They're still making things for it, but even if nothing new is being made for it. There's still a library of software that you could use to use that system. Same thing with Amiga OS. They're still making stuff for that. Um, but this is a brand new OS that I don't know if you know, like, like are are people going to adopt it? Because most people that use the 64 aren't using it for day-to-day tasks. They're using it for for playing a game or make, coding a demo or something like that. They're not. They're not. They're not using it as a machine that would require an OS, per se. You know, so I don't. I don't know. I guess my my. I guess the thing is is that I, I want to, like like see where it goes before I want to try it. But at the same time, doing that is going to hinder the adoption of the thing as an OS. Mm, you I know, see like, where like coming from. Yeah, it, it's it's like with with electric cars, like. Like you can make an electric car, but there's no charging stations. But no one wants to make a charging station because there's no electric cars yet. Or you build you build an OS around a new technique, for example, um, for example, Contiki. Right. But Contiki um, is 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 a, works on multiple platforms and has a lot of uses. Yes, uh, Contiki is actually considered um, to be. Um, um, an internet-based network operating system. Yes, yes. So it's and actually it's, based around uh, Pico IP and Pico yeah. TCP IP. Right, and they also and use the, it for, um, for embedded systems and stuff. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that's 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 a different, that's a totally different thing. That's got a lot of use cases. This is a very very narrow use case. It's, it's a, an OS for the C64. That well, it looks good. It 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 you know it, it seems like a cool piece of software i i'd like to try it i but what's this called c64 os oh and yeah, yeah is, i know what you are you know what about. i'm talking I've about seen yeah. It. yeah yeah and it is you know you can buy it i mean that's the thing it's like you you it's 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 for sale um and that's kind of the thing that that i can't get past is like is like uh do i want to buy this like it's how what's the I mean, I mean, we had similar things in the late '90s. We had in Germany, we had um, the Mega Patch, right? Which yes. actually is a GeoS compatible right, upgrade. Right, exactly. And GEOS in compatible. the US, you, yeah, in in US, you had 
the thing by um, Morris Randell, which Reels. was called Reels. Reels yeah. yep. And later on, ProtoVision tried. No, actually, it wasn't ProtoVision. It was Chester Collision tried it with Clips. Ah. That was um, a super CPU supported yeah. or driven um, um, operating system that that had um, a web browser that supported graphics, but it didn't succeed because people weren't really using it. Right. So perhaps that story is repeating here. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's it's. Yeah. It's for sale for $59 Canadian. I don't know what that... Wow. American. And that's just... Wow, for that's the, probably around $70 or something? That's just wow. the bundle. That's a, that's a starter bundle. But then there's also the, the standard bundle, which is which has more to it. That's out of stock. That's $64 Canadian. Wow. Uh, so, like, I mean, you know, it's not... It ain't cheap. Super cheap. I mean, yeah, I, right. And, and I mean, if you. And why is it out of stock? Isn't it on discs so you can easily it's copy on, it? It's on an SD. It's on an SD card. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean yeah, okay. and I think it's I think it's made to work with the SD card. So the SD, I, I, I see. Right, right. So so the starter bundle comes. Which, with 16, which I don't have. <laughs> yeah, a 16 meg SD card. Um, and the standard bundle is a 64 meg SD card. Um, so that's strange. Why is it sold out if you can simply copy it? I don't know. I don't know. And I don't see it's it artificial. It's yeah, artificially sold out. Yeah, and I don't see a. I don't see a. Um, I don't. I don't see a, like like a like a like a like a just a download. You know, like like a like a purchasable download. Uh, and again, not to not to not to poo-poo this guy's thing, you know, like it's it's a lot of work went into this, and you know, I don't I don't fault the guy in the least for what he's doing. Like it's it's some good stuff, um, and there's there's a lot of you know retro recipes looked at it. Um, a lot of people have 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 taken a look at this thing, um, and it's I mean it, it's it's cool, but I just. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the funny thing is, the funny thing is, um, the guy who is coding that, he knows us. Yeah. Because he was like inactive for 12 years or something. And on his Twitter account, when he, when he got active on the C64 scene again, he actually was quoting one of our tweets, and um, yeah, it's actually Gio Jorio Naku, and he actually retweeted, he actually quoted one of our tweets and commented like, "Wow, I'm surprised you are still around." We as Scene World, um, oh. there are not many projects that have such an endurance. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, so I mean, he knows us. He knows yeah. us. Yeah. And probably since he knows us, he will listen to this. Well, maybe we should have him on and talk to him about this because yeah. this is like, I mean, this is a, uh, this could be, if it's if it's adopted, if it's if it's a thing that that people really get into, this could kind of, you know, this could revolutionize the sixty four. 
perhaps he could explain to us why a software is sold out. Yeah. Because that doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> so, if you listen to this, contact at scenewell.org. Thank yes. you. Yes. Anyway. Yeah, so, we should now get to our interview. Well, no, I have more news. Oh, you got more. Oh, you, you don't want to cut me on the news, right? No, I know. No, I'm not fucking okay. Okay, well, so one of the early adventure games, Goblins with three eyes, um, was actually an early 90s adventure of a special kind. And now the um, original creator from France, he actually released Part number five, oh. Goblins five, Goblins. on the July twentieth, on okay. Steam. Cool. Yeah. So that was a total surprise, and of course, you can you can um, switch the game between French and English. Cool. Yeah. Well, and last but not least, Kotaku released an article coined on the latest Street Fighter VI game that we mentioned in our last episode, um, mentioning every game ranked from the worst to best. So if you want to dig deep into the worst and the best episodes of... the worst. Oh, come on. Man. Okay, so if you want to dig into the best and the worst parts of the episodes, release of the of the franchise, you can um, go to Kotaku. Yeah. And yeah. Summer Games is not the worst. Actually, Summer Games is one of the groundbreaking games from the technical I, I know. and gameplay standpoint. I know. And the one thing you always mention as negative is that it looks like different games clued together. That is actually because it, it was, was done by a team of people. So yeah, different coders, different graphic artists. So yeah. that's why it looks so like a mosaic put together. Yes. I actually interviewed Chris Crick, who did... Um, the music and sound effects for the successor of Summer and Winter Games, which is called The Games yeah. Summer and The Games Winter Edition. So I was lucky enough to um, to to interview him for our disc magazine. <laughs> you know, my persistent ten years yes, of trying yes. to reach him. Never, never forget. Never forget. Yes. Yeah, well, so now let's jump to Switzerland yes. and talk to the two women that do I doesn't exist. And they do exist. They, so does the game. <laughs> exactly. Mine anyway. Is not. anyway, anyway, now let's finally start. Now that we, we are ready on all sides. <laughs> Alrighty. So today we are doing another interview with for the podcast. And today we are going to Switzerland. And to two women, and that would be Anna and Lena and Lucia. Lucia, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, so Anna Lena 
Pontatz and Lucia Hüttenmoser. And if I'm not mistaken, the first two um, letters of your names are actually <laughs> forming your company name, right? Yes. So true, yeah. AL and LH or something? LU, yeah. LU, LU. Yeah. Okay. okay. Lual uh, Games. Yeah. Oh. Right, <laughs> okay. right, right. So, so you you put kind of okay. I I, I see why because LH doesn't make so much. Sense. <laughs> All right. Mm, okay, I see. Yeah, that's that's, uh, that's, that's a problem that's with the uh, double name. That's a problem with the double name actually. It's All also right. a nickname, so true. Blue and L. Okay. Yeah, nice. we go. We actually go by those nicknames, so it made sense. There's <laughs> dog number two. Oh my god. <laughs> She's the coughing one. Anyway, I will not. I will not leave the coughing one in, in the podcast. Anyway, well, um, so so um, so anyway, we are talking to you today because you are actually working on a text adventure that is sure. that is actually having a grammar error in its name. It's called "I doesn't exist," right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it actually actually got AJ when I talk when I told him the first time. He was like, "Wait a second. Is yeah. it really that? Is it really its name? And I'm like, yes, it is. I mean, it has a reason. It's not. We didn't just do wrong grammar. Mm. Alrighty. Is it something? <laughs> is it something that's a spoiler? If you tell us about? No, 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 or? not no, at all. No, 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 no. Um, we we had the idea when we started working with the bot, and sometimes it didn't understand a word. And I mean, I guess it makes a lot more sense if you play the game, but. It's a it's a play on <laughs> doesn't exist, so I doesn't exist. That's how it's in square brackets. It always exactly. puts the input it doesn't understand in there, oh, and then it's okay, like okay. I doesn't exist, and it's like existential hmm. terror. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so let's start at the beginning. I mean, how did you actually get? Uh, how did you actually got in touch with computers and actually? Um, well, decided to go into gaming, uh, into game design, actually, and create your own uh, indie studio. And then on top of that, finding somebody to finance you to uh, work on a tax adventure. I mean, tax <laughs> adventure was, wasn't a thing anymore when I was young either. So that's like way, 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 way back. Yeah. <laughs> really quick, really quick. Um, uh, Lou, is, is is someone creeping outside your window? Yes, because... I'm. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Room. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to make sure no one was breaking into your house no, 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 actually no, no, no. while okay, we were doing okay. a podcast. I, I work in the living room, so you will probably see someone. Oh, okay. Sometime. All right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, Zurich isn't known to have such a high crime rate that you would be kidnapped <laughs> from your home. So let's no. hope not. Yeah. I'll have a dog, so I'll be fine. She'll, yeah. she'll alert. Yeah. <laughs> that would be new. Crime <laughs> happening in front of in front of the camera. That, that's that's what I was worried about. That was what I, yeah. That was what I was worried about. Someone breaking in and like like being like, um, who do I call? Because I'm I'm in the U.S. I don't know the 911 services for. Outside, yeah. I don't know either. Actually, what do we call? I don't know. I mean, anyway. I mean, I mean, I mean. In the in the in Europe, yeah, you normally call one one two. Yeah, or one yeah, seven, true. right? Yes, yeah. for police. It's probably yeah. a. probably a good thing that you don't that you don't know it because that means that there's not a lot of crime. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, 
911 is in most countries forwarding to the local emergency. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. So, that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. But but if I was abroad and I had an emergency, the most thing I would worry about is does anybody understand English over there? That would be my very number one because I don't know Spanish or whatever language is spoken in the countries I've been so far. So <laughs> anyway, I assume most um, people would understand help. At least, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Anyway, so the question was, yeah. how did you get both involved into computers, into computer games, then deciding I'm going to be become a game developer, and then I'm I'm like, okay, I'm going self-employed and making my own indie <laughs> studio, and then on top of that, making a text adventure. That's a genre that was hip. Bef even before I was young, and I'm born in, I was born in '82, and and even even when I was a kid, we had graphic adventures already. Mm -hmm. So, so how did that happen? Who wants to start? <laughs> it's a long question. <laughs> um, I can start. Um, okay, so let's start at the beginning then. Um, I was I, born. I was yeah. born. <laughs> No, I grew up with uh, two siblings that were very into games, and I vividly remember sitting in front of the, in front of the like old Mac computers and playing The Sims together with them. Um, so I think that was kind of the start of, you know, this whole adventure. <laughs> um, and then when I realized that this is an actual job and I could do this for you know for a living, um, I started. Uh, studying game design together with Elle um, at ZTLK at Zurich University of the Arts. Um, and yeah, I think I, I knew from very young basically that I wanted to do this. Uh, and yeah, it was very straightforward just <laughs> doing that. I was very lucky <laughs> that I knew from the beginning what I wanted to do. Hmm. Um, and I always loved. Um, old retro games and kind of figuring out like the root of things not only in games but like just knowing the history of things and since gaming is like such a close to my heart uh text adventures is something that like started this whole thing off right it was like the first kind of adventure game and i love adventure games um so i made a game in in the studies which was kind of text-based not an adventure like text adventure but text-based and then for our bachelors me and Elle uh, decided to then make a text adventure um, and kind of really dig into that whole all the all the things that make text adventures great and how to improve on them as well all right Pretty cool uh, I was also born at some point, <laughs> a, a few years earlier than Lou. Um, but uh, I think my I, I always liked escape escaping when I was younger, like to different worlds. I read a lot, um, but then also like different media. And my mother was always very like she was always very into like new technology stuff. Um, so she. Uh, very early on bought us Game Boys, huh. uh, me and my sister. Um, my sister wasn't that into it, but I was obsessed. <laughs> um, Are we talking original Game Boys or like the Advance or? or... Uh, 
the the first color one that was my okay. first one that that okay. I'm dating myself here but yeah um <laughs> I was a bit too young for the very first one, but then the color one I got. Um, and I was just really obsessed with that. And I was totally a console, um, mainly handheld gamer at that point. Um, and I didn't know what I wanted to do, really. I've always really liked design and like the, the interfacing of humans and, well, digital stuff. Mm -hmm. So UI design, you know, and all of that. So I, I studied visual communication first also in Zurich. Um, and then I worked as a web dev for a while. Well, also web designer. I didn't just do the programming. But then I got bored and I was like, I'm not really passionate about this. And I had no idea that making games would, like, it was interesting, but I never thought that's something that I could do. Right. Um, but then I got bored and everyone was always so passionate about their job and I wasn't. Now, what am I passionate about? Well, I go home and I play video games. Um, and I already did like a game for my first, well, it wasn't a bachelor, but it was like my um, exam project for visual communications. I already did a game that was, that dealt with like the different ways text and visuals interact with a game and what it, how it changes the meaning of the story and mm -hmm. the game itself. So that was already sort of like in my head. I mainly did it for the user, inter for the user interface, for the user interaction kind of thing. But there was more behind it, I realized later. So I was like, you know what? There's a game design studies. Let's just try see if we get in it. And let's just do this for fun. And um, if it if nothing comes from, comes from it, I can just go back to being a web dev with more experience because game design is user design in the end, like user interface design. Yeah. Um, but then Lou and I did the bachelors and that worked really well. And then we <laughs> continued doing it. Um, and I was really, really interested before the bachelors to try something with AI, um, mainly text parsing and stuff, uh, which worked out beautifully with what Lou wanted to do. And because I grew up on like the Game Boy graphics, I've, I've always loved pixel things and the nostalgic things. And then especially how does, because of the work I did before, how do visuals and text work together, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I really wanted to do that. So we did that and it worked out well. And then we continued working on it a little bit and we got a government grant, oh. some pre-production, uh, which we didn't expect at all. No. <laughs> we yeah, already, we, it, it was like the end of the year after our bachelor's and we, we completely forgot at that point that we, we both like jobs. applied for it. <laughs> yeah. We had jobs and we were like, look, we're just going to like polish it a little bit and then just release it. And then like in December, we, Lou gets a letter and calls me like, we got the grant. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what grant? I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> so that was, um. That was cool. And then jumping off of that, we were able to go to uh, the GDC where we met our publisher and, you know, we talked for a while. And then like about half a year later, we were able to get a contract. So, huh. and we are able now to uh, work full time because they're financing the development. So that's awesome. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, so I, don't, I don't think I've ever heard of a of a game getting you know like a like a government grant to to produce the game. That that that's amazing, actually. We do have that a little bit in Switzerland. Uh, really? To be fair, the money that we actually get is 
horrendously little. Um, <laughs> yeah. They do not they seem to be aware. aware. They, just, they just can't do anything about it. But they... Yeah, the people I, who actually do it are aware. Yeah, yes. true. Mm. It's not too much about the money, I don't think. But the support that they give you is unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. The people who actually do the, the grant giving are yeah. amazing yes. and they know that it's not enough money the government behind it doesn't know that it takes yeah. it <laughs> right, right just uh, just li one little comment that's actually what um what hans ippish did um with the intellivision and their game funding they actually got money from the bavarian state here in germany to oh. they get the game funded so it's actually not so unheard of you know Hmm. I think in well, Europe just, it's more of a thing, yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. However, the console never got released, and the game development con um, company went bankrupt, unfortunately. So, Are you talking about the uh, Amico, or <laughs> yes, the very unsuccessful Amico, yes, unfortunately. Anyway, um, from what I've read of you two, I don't know if if it's wrong or right. I think you have kind of a split um, working force. I think Lou, you Lou work more on the graphic art side. And you, Al, work more on the coding yes. part. Is that correct? Yes. <laughs> All Sorry, right. she just dropped the bone. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> it happens sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so so um, who does the music? Ah, uh, good question. <laughs> external musicians, freelance Ooh, musicians. Okay. Um, mm. That's Paul Schmidt and Jonas Füllemann, and they are amazing, okay. the best ever. But they're ours. Hmm. <laughs> Keep your fingers away, people. <laughs> no, they're amazing. Um, they're yeah. really, really great. Yeah, and we also know them through the um, ZHTK. So, yeah. Oh. So. If I remember correctly, um, when we did the Bachelor, there was almost like this open call for like, oh, yeah. we're making games, we're looking for musicians, and then the musicians can look at all the projects and apply where they want to. Oh. It's really nice. And they saw ours and were like, this is weird. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> they really okay. get our vibe. Yeah. yeah. So, so just the, so I get that. So the idea to make a graphic adventure that's using a, f, um, a f, um, I don't know. I think it's called a parser and so on. That's yeah. actually sprung out of your project you did for your uh, to to finish your studies. Actually, yes. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting because you have you have a demo out there, and I saw on Steam that many people were not happy with the way the game was coded because they were fearing that you would take data oh, and transmit yeah, over yeah. the internet, <laughs> over the um, the um, the interface, and and use it against the users who play the demo and stuff. Yeah. Um, mm. I, I was we... like, I was like, why is it? I mean, is it really such a big deal? I mean, in in the in the end, it's it's just a game. It's not like I'm going to write my bio and all my info in a in a game when I try to be oh. the game. You know, it's not like much <laughs> well, personal info you could get. Unlike stuff like uh, uh, what was that the 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 Ron Gilbert game where you actually did put like your info in there. <laughs> Because you're one of the backers, so you got to be like like 
you, you oh, get to have oh, an answering yeah, I machine. Mean, I mean, a Simbleweed park? Yeah, yes, there you I mean, go. That there, is, yeah. But that was totally volunteer. volunteer. Uh, right, yeah, right, that's what I'm saying. Like, in contrast to, like, you know, another game like yeah. that where you voluntarily gave them your information. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. But that is because I wanted to give the people a chance to call me, to call my answering machine in the game. That's a different mm-hmm. reason. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, let's talk about that. Why was it such such a downer for many people? Well, the issue was that back then, um, it's not anymore, but back then the the AI was on an external Linux server. Oh. Okay. Uh, it didn't run on your own computer. Um, and people were upset that it had to be online all the time and there was this connection that they didn't. We did have a warning in the beginning, like, hey, this is going online, so don't put in any passwords or anything, but we don't do anything with it. We just look um, what things it didn't understand and then try to respond to it. That's all that we we did. But I think I personally don't like it either if a game has to be online all the time, to be honest. Yeah. Um <laughs> I, I wouldn't be scared that it's stealing anything or whatever, but I wouldn't like it either. Um, I'm playing Diablo 4 at the moment, and I don't like that you can't have an offline version of it, for instance. I just, by principle, I don't like it. Um, so I get that they were upset. Um, I, of course, rescind any theory that we're stealing data because we weren't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it... Um, it it spurred me on to like make a version that works offline and it now is all offline, but it does need a lot more resources to run now, which is the um I guess the the other side of the coin. Right. Um but I I hope people are more happy about that. I don't know. I, I really do understand that they didn't like it. And now let's talk about the design. I mean it's interesting. I mean, it's basically a text adventure. So, is there even much about graphics and stuff? You know, I mean, in classic text adventures, maybe not. But um, for us, we wanted to kind of modernize the genre and bring it into like our cent- century, I guess. <laughs> um, um, and we felt like people don't like to read and that's very hard with a text adventure obviously because you need right. to read a lot uh, so we wanted to put in graphics that also show what happens while you type and everything which also makes it easier to understand what is happening um, and we don't have to like explain everything that's happening we don't have to explain how the bucket looks like to make like mm-hmm. the immersion uh, to bring the immersion there uh, so we can like cut a lot of that text that would be annoying and also when I played the old text adventures seeing this wall of text was so intimidating <laughs> you yeah. really need you really need to like make the step to be like no I want to play this now and I feel like if you see a game that's already kind of familiar with pixel graphics it's a lot easier to get into the genre as well yeah, a lot of games. Uh, there, there was the the original text adventures, and then they, um, I think, like the second generation of that had like, like you know, like the the text was at the bottom of the screen, mm-hmm. top of the screen was yeah. usually a static image just showing you like the room you're in. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely so. also inspired by that, like mm. this. But we wanted to bring it even further and like, you know, with moving animations and really showing what is happening. Hmm. Mm. 
but but you don't go that far to mix the text adventure with uh, some kind of clicking interface because that is what what the latest generation of text adventure oh, yeah, it's did. not it's, it's not yeah. monkey island yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. No. well i mean not monkey island i mean i mean for example for germany there is the game saul crystal which is very known here in germany what's, what's obviously a, a saul crystal soul crystal so soul crystal right yeah and it's actually from Starbite from '92, if I'm not mistaken. And they actually they they actually mixed the text adventure with some graphics, and you anyway have an interface like you don't have to type like go west, go go south. You can actually click on arrows to go to the direction you want to go. So I'm looking it up right. Yeah. Now. Yeah, yeah, I see it. Um, yeah. Well, a lot of those you could always. Do a shortcut, like just like type like 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 N or S for north or south or whatever, and didn't have to actually parse out the entire thing. We don't have that, but we have that you can go up and down with your arrow keys and go through previous commands. Hmm. Oh, okay. All terminal like, because yeah, it gets tiring to uh, right, go left, or walk left, or whatever you choose. Here's, yeah. the, here's an interesting thing. You you mentioned a lot of times that this is exhausting, tiring, and so on, boring whatsoever. And it's actually told that Generation Z doesn't have a very long attention span. Is that kind of a problem, I wonder? But that's why we, we tried to make it less that. by uh, You don't have to always use the same words. You can use whatever you want, really, uh, because of how the parser is set up. Up to a certain limit, of course, but I try. Um, yeah, are you using there's... a specific like like a? And I know there's a lot of stuff with like Chat GPT recently. You know, like like with, with oh yeah, it's those kind like of that. you know AI models. So, are you using like a like a pre-existing one, or did you design your own? Uh, I didn't completely design my own. I like cobbled together uh, an assortment of different ones, but they're more they're. Uh, entirely in the natural language processing space they're not in the generating mm. anything space because we still wanted to be the authors of our own story right um and we want to use ai more um as a tool instead of as a like crutch or something right right to make things easier for us or for the player or both you know however mm. it works hmm. so what type of adventure is it is it more like Horror, spooky, funny, mystical, whatever. L has a very good explanation, a very good title for it. I, oh god, which one is it? <laughs> the um, uncomfortableness, psychological uncomfortableness. Yes, that. that's the genre. It's yeah. not quite. It's it's spooky, I would say, but it's not like horror as you. Like it's not classic horror, I wouldn't say. It's more like psychological horror, but like mild. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, look, it's like it's like walking in your basement with yes. that, that, that where, where where you're slightly uncomfortable and there's Yeah, but the basement things. is your brain, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's um that's a perfect example of making a twisted end somehow. 
I'm like, ooh. Anyway, but then let's not spoiler the game perhaps too much. <laughs> you know, otherwise people would actually know what's going on. You know, that's actually the problem. The problem with of this interview, we can't be too too yeah, detailed yeah. with the questions about the game, or otherwise people get get an idea already how to beat the game, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> didn't they say this in this interview? You know, just keep the rubber chicken in your inventory. <laughs> I mean, there is one more thing I, I I would like to say about the fact that we use uh, like entirely just text to interact. Well, you know, mostly. Um, uh, instead of like having a point and click or anything, um, there is a very important reason why you interact uh, with text in the game, and that will reveal itself at a later point in the game, oh. um, which is also uh, one of the main reasons why we even used natural language processing instead of just making a huge list of like, uh, you know, an Excel sheet with terms on it, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, but yes, you have to play it to know. <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, I mean, in my life, um, I always learned there are three types of adventure doesn't ma matter if it's text or whatever or graphic or whatever. Um, either you go the Seiyara route where you always can die for stupid reasons, uh -huh. or you go the Lucasfilm slash Lucasfilm. You can't die at all. Where you, where you, no, well, you, you can die, but only if you do something stupid. You are warned that you are going to die if you try hard, and then you do it anyway, and then you die. Or the third type is, as AJ just said, you can't die at all. And I, I wonder, I wonder what, what, I mean, are you going the twisted uh, way of, of um, being able to die? Or are you like uh, petting the, the player a lot and saying like, okay, we are going easy on you and you can't, you can't do so much wrong? Uh, you don't, okay, I think we can say this, but I'll, I'll package this up. You can't die in the game, but only because dying isn't a thing in the game. Oh, mm. interesting. Okay. Let's say like that. Yeah, that's Is that good? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, and also, also, but what I always hated about some games was like, you forgot to make an action or pick up an item, which you later need in another location, but you can't go back to get the item you missed. So you have to reload from the beginning and start the game all over again. And that was typical for the 80s. You know, mm. that's like, wow. And yeah. in many of those games back then, you only had one safe game. <laughs> <laughs> one safe game slot, you know. Yeah. So if you've gone yeah. too far, then, then you're yeah. screwed. Yeah. yeah, especially Maniac Mansion and Zack McCracken from Lucasfilm Games, Ron Gilbert, were very much famous for that. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, again, but again, in those games, you can't, you can't die in those games. Yes, yes, but the problem is in Maniac Mansion, if you are caught too often and one um, you, you and can, the wrong you can, character... You can save yourself into a corner. But And the problem is, the problem is, if the wrong person is caught... And you don't have a, another fitting character. You have to re restart the game. That's really something yeah, that can right, happen. Right. Yeah. All right. So, so I see. I see. 
by your smiling, <laughs> you you yes. are not you are not going that nasty route no. of no. No. only <laughs> pissing off the player and like no. No. No, no. I mean, in in those senses that you said, it, it really isn't a classic text adventure. Like we're not doing any of those things. Oh. It's built up very differently in the end. It's more of a. Uh, ex- different ways of doing it and not like you have to do this exactly like this to get to the end mm-hmm. there's different it's it's you know it has multiple <laughs> endings okay yeah. so so do you have any role model of a computer game that you take inspiration from i yes, mean a bunch yeah <laughs> i mean for the bachelors also we had to kind of um analyze the games further and i'm really happy that we did that uh because it really it gave us a lot of inspiration what to do better and you know just overall what to do um right one of those is house abandoned which is one chapter of stories untold stories untold by no code i think by right? no code yeah no code yes Studios. very good um it's amazing it's i think the first horror game that i played and it just it blew me away. I <laughs> I love horror like the genre, but I can't play the games because I'm too scared. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the first game that I finally could play. And when I played this text adventure, um, in the first act, I was, you know, I it, it was it was frustration, but also like admiration for them putting this in. Um, that's one of them. And then there's also, I think, Interview with the Whisperer uh, by the Deconstruct team, uh, which is really good. Um, It's about you interviewing an old man, I think. Mm. And Mm -hmm. they they do it really cleverly because uh, they they make it so the old man doesn't remember everything or doesn't like understand everything that you say so mm. it feels really immersive when the ai that they use doesn't understand you right oh uh, right. yeah that's and cool. they actually also like i reached out to them and they actually for the first iteration um of the game where it was still online they actually helped me out and told me how they did it cuz i was struggling with something and they actually were coincidentally using the same thing as I was using mm. and they actually helped me out. So love to them if they ever see this. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Also small interesting. team, I think. Wow. Yeah. I think like four or five people, yeah. at least last time I checked. Yeah. yeah. A- another game was um, the beginner's guide. Yes. Mm. Um, be- because of the vibe. I think because of the existential dread and like yeah. the, the, the meta textual stuff that's going on and just kind of how it leads you down into I mean Stanley Parable too a little bit, you yeah. know, just the whole how the narrative is built up and how the player is involved in that narrative and how the game itself is involved in that narrative. Those mm-hmm. kind of things. Right, hmm. right. Hmm. I don't know, did you did you did you ever play the game Hacker? By Activision. No. That's actually an interesting one because it's kind of a text adventure. Basically, it is a text adventure. And 
even the manual from the game doesn't help you at all. You're kind of a hacker and you intrude it into a security system oh. and you get a command prompt and that's all you get. And they're like, yeah. good luck in finding your way through the game. You know? I've heard about it, but I haven't played it. You should. It's, it it's like, really it's, it's, you are like. It's rough. It's rough. It's totally rough. Like you are, in, you are in the command line, and like, okay, what I'm doing now? I have no idea, no instructions. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, just, they just dump you right into it. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, Jay, you know the game, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That was one of my jams when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. And it was actually so successful. They made a successor to it. Yeah. Yeah. And me being a kid, you know, I played that game, and then I totally was like telling people, "Yeah, I'm totally a hacker." And it's like, "Yeah, no, you, play, you played a, you played a game, fool." <laughs> yeah, it's it's from '85. Yeah. So uh, uh, anyway, anyway, and it's um, yeah, it's it's really it's really like what's going on there, you know? Anyway, mm -hmm. yeah. I think our game is not not that hard. I think. No, <laughs> that's not the point. No, I'm looking right. at the yeah. I'm looking at pictures of it right now. It's got a really cool artistic um, um, uh, theme to it. Um, like a like a I can't. What was the word I'm thinking of? This is the first. This is the first part of the podcast that we need to cut out because it's no problem. Because AJ has to think of words. Um, um, oh my God, Jurg, help me out here. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not my native language. Can you describe either. it? Like, or? Like, uh, like, yeah, like, like the 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 style of the graphic. There, there you go. It's got it's got a very unique graphical style to it. That is 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 unusual in that you know it's it is it's pixel you know it's pixely graphics you know like but but it's also got like a very unique a, a very unique style and a, and a, and a, and a unique, and unique like like color palette that it uses and stuff to kind of like set a set a tone and whatnot and, and you know like so was there a i'm, I'm sure there was a, a thought process behind that mm -hmm. and, but you know uh can you explain go into that a little bit sure um i mean we try to make this we try to make it look as welcoming and friendly and beautiful as possible um maybe to kind of you know <laughs> i don't know false sense of security a false sense of security and uh, yes not that there's so. any reason for that no it's, not a, at it's all. also yeah it's also <laughs> very surreal in looking at like your, your character is is largely a a, a like a like a, a tall skinny he he looks like me if I was just a silhouette. <laughs> yes, yes. Like we wanted to make it just you know very, uh, how do you say, androgynous. Uh, mm hmm. Androgynous, yeah. Just a black blob that doesn't really you know doesn't really avoid look like maybe avoid exactly just yeah yeah. I don't know if I'd call myself maybe. androgynous, but I have been compared <laughs> to a cross between a. Between a, 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 a large water bird and a, and an old-fashioned farming implement, so. But yeah, yeah, it's a it's a very yeah it is a very unique and kind of surreal art style that that is really cool looking. 
And as a, as a graphics guy, that's uh, that's meant as a compliment. Thank you. I'll take it as a compliment. <laughs> we also we also uh, only took, I think, eight colors to kind plus of one. also plus one. Yeah, we added one extra so we can show what objects you can use just to make right. it a bit easier. Uh, but it's eight colors. <laughs> Let's just say it eight colors, um, just to kind of emulate, like also emulate that all time um and also you can also see it on the steam page uh later there's only two colors so it's like even more mm. broken down and a uh, very high contrast yeah i mean, I mean that that's, was that's... the good thing about the older computers like the commodore 64 from 82 we at least had 16 colors not well, just eight you know? <laughs> well you know what it, what it feels like a lot to me is is it feels like a lot of early amiga games because they would um because you had, you know, um, Amiga sitting back here, you had 4,096 colors, but but in most graphics modes, you were limited to 16 or 8 or whatever. And so a lot of them would choose this sort of kind of, and, and what I'm seeing is kind of like a, like a, like a bluish and an orange-ish mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. gradient. And that's, yeah. you saw that a lot in older Amiga games was that, was that kind of like orange to blue gradient. Mm -hmm. And, and, it feels a lot like that just by just by looking at it. I haven't I haven't played it yet. Although I do see that there's a Mac version, so mm -hmm. awesome, awesome. <laughs> I usually have to I usually have to argue with, with our guests to get a Mac version to, to happen. <laughs> it doesn't work on Apple Silicon processors yet. Well, that's that's I'm awesome. Working on I don't it. I don't have an Apple Silicon processor and I don't want one. So <laughs> fair. <laughs> But some people want it, and they have to make it work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Huh? Interestingly, Steam says for me, similar games you have played, unusual findings. Mm. Is that, I'm, really, I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah. Is that really so but similar to but also unusual just findings? To, to jump back, the Apple Silicon does do an emulation mode, so it should run on it. Because yeah. it, it's got that Rosetta 2 to emulate the, the, um, the Intel. I think there might be uh, for for some technological jargon uh, view into the back room. Uh, it might be a problem with the Python version that we're using because mm. that it needs to be like a specific one, and then right, I need right. to patch okay. that in. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Unusual findings, really similar to that. Steam oh, says it. I guess. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I can oh, see it. Interesting. It just looks like Stranger Things. Yeah. Exactly. That's what what I thought. Yeah, that's what I thought. Huh. It it's also pixel art. It's old school. I mean, everybody does <laughs> does pixel art nowadays, isn't it? You know. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And and Jurg has not gone into his rant about how pixel art uh, is yes. not meant to be pixely. So so that's again, true. take that as a compliment because he he <laughs> goes into it like a twenty minute rant about how how. Pixel art back in the day was did, didn't look like that because it was on a different screen and it blended yeah. together. Yes, it's, and... it's actually true. On CRTs, yeah. had blurry, uh, not sharp pictures, so it no, wasn't no, yeah. as pixelated. Yeah, you know? and, and, but we, you haven't mentioned anything have, about that. We didn't have big blobs of pixels moving around mm. in the 80s mm. or mm. 90s. We didn't have that. Right. I mean, but if I remember correctly, Lou, you... Uh, went for a bit of a painterly style anyway, yes. right? So yes, I did, but I also tried to emulate that. Um, but I'm not, I'm not too well versed in like shaders and all of that stuff, so I couldn't 
quite make it work. <laughs> um, well, but yeah, I, I mean, did. I did want to go for like a painted look more. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, no, I, I definitely, I, I picked that up. I, I can, I can see that, and 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 again, I think it's a, it's a testament to how good it looks. The fact that Eric hasn't, hasn't complained about. The, the <laughs> but, 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 I mean, I mean, one word about the eight colors palette on the Commodore sixty four for the background and the surroundings. Lemmings actually using four colors, so. Mm -hmm actually still still better than than this than the game <laughs> lemmings you know yes yes uh, it is absolutely well and again the good it's thing a very is people these choice. days don't know that anymore yeah. so they just see that and oh it looks old yeah. <laughs> nostalgia yeah. great yeah. yeah yeah but it's all but but again like you know like i mentioned before how you how you chose that that particular color palette you know, you wouldn't have that palette on the 64 because you, you're stuck on 16 colors and they're all they're all various, um, various shades of brown. Mm -hmm. So we have to but, give but credit guess... where credit is due, though, Lou, right? right? The color palette is from yes. someone, right? Yes, I, I didn't make the color palette myself. Like I adjusted it, but I it's mm -hmm. not mine. <laughs> OK, right, right. But but I, I also feel like it's depending on the stage of the game, because in later Preview yeah. pictures. It's not. It's not orange anymore, but green. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it's probably changed. Well, they said they 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 picked the eight colors plus one. So the green is probably the plus one. We don't want to go too into spoilers. <laughs> I mean, it's in the trailer. You know, there's yeah, a green yeah. part. Yeah, you yeah. can see it. It's not what does always it that welcoming and cute anymore. <laughs> no. Yeah. Maybe I mean, it's your brain, maybe. I mean that green part looks like it's 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 it used to be the um, alpha of doom, but that didn't happen, so it turned into <laughs> something else. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so there's actually doom hidden in the game. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, the spoiler right there. <laughs> John Romero wouldn't approve, right? I'm not oh, so I sure think, I think John Romero would approve. <laughs> <laughs> I have his phone number. We can ask him. Yeah, call him oh, right no. now. Get him on the phone. It's not in there. Please, no. <laughs> <laughs> but it in real quick. And it's, uh, it also takes... Not much. You know, I'm looking at again at, at the system requirements and whatnot, and and you know, whereas I just downloaded No Man's Sky and it was like like 20 gigs. And this is 600 megs. Oh, that needs to be demo. updated. It's oh. yeah, the full game is gonna be six gigabytes. Okay, oh, that's still that's still Any far less those, than actually. a lot of games these days. Yeah, even, that's even just because the AI is running on your own computer. So yeah, right. And, and and even even games that are in this style, you know, um, yeah. they tend to be large, and and that's you know six gigs is is almost nothing. That's like that's a that's a that's a that's a large JPEG. Yeah, <laughs> people have six gigs laying around, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you have one advantage over text adventures. You don't have threats on on the uh, Steam forum like, can you translate this game into Polish or whatever? And I'm like, what? It's an indie studio. 
how much well, mango funny you say that. <laughs> yeah. hmm. So, I don't know. It is actually get. getting translated into yeah. French, Italian, German. Really? Spanish. Yeah. I was going to. French, Italian, figs. Um, I was going to suggest Jörg for doing German. Ooh. I, I can speak nothing <laughs> but English, so so I'm I'm useless. But and maybe even Polish, actually. Maybe. Oh, maybe. Maybe yeah. no, no, no promises. promises. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm I'm always I'm always standing out of the crowd because when 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 I talk to publishers, they always are super um, amazed when I say like, oh, I played in English. Why would I play it in some translated German version? Doesn't mm. make sense, you know. I mean. I mean, I mean, he, here's the problem you see with games like Unusual Findings. It's actually available in English and Russian, and the development team is from um, Argentina. So, and the game isn't available in Spanish, but for some reason, the game doesn't make a difference between a door being closed and a door being locked. So, yeah. so you have cases like the door is closed, but you can't open it. <laughs> and and the game should right. tell you you need a key yeah. because it's locked. Oh yeah, no, I've run into that. Yeah, but even, but even in English games, yeah, it's like it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The door is closed. It's like I open the door, can't open the door. Well, why not? And it doesn't it doesn't tell you exactly. And that's the problem because uh, because their their publisher is originally from Russia, so um, um, wow. they had to make it in Russian mm -hmm. and in English. And for some reason, they had no. They had no budget left to make a Spanish version, and then somehow nobody nobody checked before release if the English translations from oh, oh, I, I don't I don't know if I can say translations because it was never translated from Spanish. But <laughs> I guess I guess whoever whoever created the text wasn't a native English speaker. Wait, and so was it think... was it a Spanish game that was translated to Russian or a Russian game that was translated to Spanish? It's a game from Argentina. Okay, from okay. Argentina, so Spanish. Isn't that Portuguese? No, no. In Argentina, they speak English. Uh, they don't, speak I don't Spanish. Know what I'm I don't know. No, no, no. They you only they you only me. speak you only speak Portuguese in Angola, Portugal, and Brazil. Okay. Those are the three countries that speak um, Portuguese. But okay. um, oh. yeah, yeah. But but uh, Argentina about the game and not not the. History yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so so originally I expected the game to be Spanish, English, and perhaps Russian, but in in fact it is only English. Huh. That means the developers never never mm -hmm. use their their native language when yeah, they yeah. develop <laughs> the game, and it it shows because it's mm -hmm. like um, having those issues, right, right, which is right. actually causing the player to be stuck, and you don't know why. <laughs> That's rough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anyway. I mean, at least so, let's hope you are doing it better. On yeah. So, <laughs> well, yeah, we'll, so. we'll do the German translation by ourselves, actually. Well, we so. Oh, there you go. In English. So. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so when is this? When? When? Uh, I. It's not. It's. It says coming soon. Where I see it. Um. Is there? Is there a time frame for for when it comes out? It's definitely going to come out this year, but our publisher hasn't released the date yet, so we okay. can't say anything yet. Okay, is there a definitely price point this that we can talk about? Also, don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So, so 
you will be at Gamescom this year and just present a new version. And what, what what's your plan for this year then? Uh, the publisher is just going to Gamescom. They'll have a stand with uh, their other uh. games and ours, and we'll we'll see at what point we are at that point. Uh, so you, you don't know you yet guys... if, if the two of you are going to Gamescom. We are definitely going, and our game will be there. The question is just, uh. is it going to be re released at that point or not? Mm. Yeah, we well, we'll find we out. We don't know I'm, that. Because Jörg's going to hunt you down, I'm sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if, we'll be there. I mean, I, I won't be, but he'll be there. Yeah. yeah sure. I mean, hey, I mean, I I could actually bring our um, graphic artist to to your Ooh. booth if you like. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, yeah. our graphic artist from Lima is actually coming this year. Yeah. In fact, that's that's where we originally uh, found out about them. Correct? Was was Gamescom or or Pardon? something? Didn't we we speak to them in? Yes. Like, like, yeah, we yeah. spoke to them live at a at, at, in games at Gamescom last year. That's yes, exactly. last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and yeah, I and sure. I suggested we speak we speak a bit more detailed about mm -hmm. the game on the podcast. That was actually yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. So Thank no. you, by the way, for the invitation. <laughs> no problem. I mean, <laughs> hey, I mean, for accepting. I mean, it doesn't happen always that. Um, that somebody's working on traffic adventure. I mean, on text adventure. Sorry, on text yeah. adventures. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, earlier I spoke to Julia Minamata in a podcast interview, and she's working on EGA graphics adventures. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh my god, EGA, they're still doing that. So I was like, wow, they are still doing text adventures. You know, it's like this. You know, because um, I mean, I don't, I don't know how it was in Switzerland in the press, but in Germany. When, when, when Maniac Mansion, the latest Maniac Mansion from Ron Gilbert was released um, earlier this year, you know, the German press was like the first, the first graphic adventure in twenty years. I'm like, uh -huh. excuse me, how about all those <laughs> indie studio? Like, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I like Ron Gilbert is not the only one doing <laughs> adventures, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I doesn't exist. I see was also part of the next the Steam Next Fest. Yeah. Which was which is pretty cool. There's actually a whole a whole um a thing on on Steam with you know um you know dev diaries and everything. Like it's a it's a you're you're there's a lot of interaction. It seems between you and the audience which is also really cool we try yeah yeah <laughs> we stream we have streamed sometimes as well we actually really? should do one again Lou. we, we forgot yeah, we about that, that again. <laughs> <laughs> well at the tell moment it's really tell hard to like show yeah so. yeah yeah is it is it more like is it more like a dev uh, stream where you actually yeah. show mm -hmm. how you are developing the game yeah, well, more or I less mean, what we can show. It's yeah. really hard. It's hard uh, at the moment to show stuff because it's so much spoilers. <laughs> so oh. we mainly, if I if I can draw something for the game, I'll do that. Okay. And then we we'll just talk uh -huh. or, or about I'll... fat cats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or or I'll just despair too. about some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, is that actually a, a disadvantage of having a publisher? I mean, because I made a lot of interviews last year and this year about adventures and a lot of um, developers that actually got funded over, you know, 
Kickstarter, basically. They told me, oh, I don't want a publisher because then I can't show what I want on live streams. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I have to adjust my game into a way that my publisher will like it. But I think it largely depends want to... on the publisher. Like yes. if, you're, if your publisher is EA or something, they're going to be tighter on you than, mm -hmm. than an indie publisher. That yeah, might give you sure. more free reign to do what you want to do. Our publisher, Dread XP, is super hands off about that stuff. Yeah. Um, they they consult more than like they, yeah. they never tell us what to do, and you do that now. It's more like if you want to do this, we think it would be cool, but you don't have. We to. could do this if you want to, but it's your game. Yeah. Just a suggestion, etc., etc. No, they're super like mm -hmm. the, it, this is still. We it's mostly still... us that don't yeah. want to show too much because we yeah. like right, to right. keep the surprise. I think the publisher that. actually wants to show more stuff and we're always interesting. Yeah. I mean I mean I mean it, it's just a natural question because recently I had an interview with um with uh, Francisco Gonzalez from Grundeslav Games and he told me his main reason that he switched p publishers was actually because the prior publisher wanted a different style of adventure game being made, and he was like, "No, no, I want to do a different style." So that is actually why he had to why he had to look for a new mm. publisher mm. that that would allow him to make a different style of games, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah. so that's actually a valuable reason somehow, you know. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Totally. I mean, if if. They would try to like ruin our vision or something. We would also not be happy about it. But they, there's, they totally have our backs with this. They're really into what we're doing, and our vision and stuff. So that's amazing. Awesome. That's excellent. Awesome. That's that's really awesome. cool. Yeah, we're very very lucky. Not we're only did we get awesome. a publisher right out of the studies, yeah. we also got a really really cool one. So. Mm. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, so can't go wrong with that. Can't go wrong there. So, so let me ask you: What is your, what is your, um, what's your national, uh, what's your, I, I don't know how to say, what's your usual way of going when you want to make a new part of the game or a new, I don't know, um, a new fraction of the storyline? Is it like? Are you tr are you throwing together ideas and draw a storyboard and or then try to? Or do you have the whole story down already, like, and you're just implementing yeah. it? Oh, we have we have the story done mm. at yeah. this point. But when we were working on it, I think we had like a very very rough outline at first, and since we were working for the bachelor, we also had to like you know do it. It's not like we can't go back. Like we couldn't really go into details with all of the stuff. Right, so we right. had this rough outline, and then once we got the publisher and everything, we were really able to go back into it. And we put up like a mirror board and just threw in all of the ideas that we had and then picked the ones that made sense and rearranged them where they go and everything. Hmm. So what's the what's the um, planned, well, length of the game? How many mm -hmm. hours do you aiming for? Is it like... Uh, a small game, middle game. Are we spending half a year to finish the game? I don't know. <laughs> oh, God, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It varies hard, I think, because, I mean, with any puzzle game, it really depends uh, how you play it. And also with the second part, there's like, you know, it's a lot more, it gives you more options, I would say. <laughs> I think I think I I usually say that it's the perfect length for to sit down 
an evening with a glass of wine or a tea and have an existential crisis about yourself. That's about <laughs> length. Okay, interesting. I think. Yeah, I mean, mostly the way it goes for me with adventure games is like, I'm getting stuck, I'm getting frustrated, and then I leave it somewhere for <laughs> half a year before I pick it up again. And after three years, I finally finished the game. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope I hope it won't be the case with this one. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> so usually I have like five five adventure games that I'm playing at once, and every wow. time each each a little bit, and and I I remember uh, coworkers like. And did you did you finish Thimbleweed Park yet? And like now I'm no, I'm still stuck and stuff. And after five years, like hey, I finished it, you know, <laughs> I finished it. Wow! Yeah, I finally. I can never keep track of like even if I only play one game, I if I don't play for two days, I don't know where where I am anymore. Yeah. yeah no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that is what YouTube is good for. You can you True. can you can look at, at playthroughs and like okay at this part I stopped and then that you are like okay now I know <laughs> what I did before and yeah 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 so then you got to show everybody and else too. I should do that more. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Well, as I said, I'm a very unusual type of player. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's similar with like TV series recaps, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. Very, yeah. Last time on. Yeah. yeah. Last time when you play, I wish some games would have that. Like last yeah, time really. you played, the new this... Monkey Island has that, right? Yeah. If I, I remember correctly, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't. I, really I, like I actually that. don't know because I didn't start up. It didn't start it up a second time yet. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah I, be- I believe it does. Yeah, because I, I have started it up a couple more times. Yeah. Okay. Now Ron Gilbert's cool. very disappointed with me. Yeah, I know. What's up, man? What's up with that? He's Ron Gilbert, fool. <laughs> right, right, right. So, so anything, anything you can tell us before we we end this? Anything that isn't a secret that you that you're working on next in your streams, perhaps? What's the plan for the next stream, or you know, the next streams? I think the next stream we wanted to like go through the first part of the game and kind of talk about what we changed, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to like a year ago where it was. Uh-huh. So I think that's going to be the next stream, wherever we, whenever we get time to do that. Um, and what do you normally are... stream on? Is that Twitch? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, and what's the uh, where can mm, where can people find you on Twitch? Is it Luol underline Luol games? I think. Games, I think. Yeah. Underscore. Yes. Okay. Um, because we are right now in like, um, we don't know when the game comes out yet, but internally, like, we are like in the getting towards the finishing phase so oh. we're quite busy oh. uh, with lots of little things the last one percent yeah yeah yeah, yeah the last ten percent takes 90 percent of the time yeah, yeah, yeah exactly or whatever however the saying goes that's exactly how it goes yeah yeah exactly so um yeah we're, we're honestly just working on like all the bugs that are Parts, still around, yeah. because sadly that is the truth of game design and game development, is it not? Right. Bugs. Yeah. But hey, you have the advantage in, instead of the 90s and 80s before the internet, you can actually release a one-day patch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I'm already looking called, forward to It's called to day one stressed. patch, sorry. It's yeah. called day one patch, yeah. <laughs> 
Already looking forward to the bug reports. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. My favorite, my favorite thing to wake up to. Yeah, yeah. Ow, it's not working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that feeling when you can when you can respond to them, and be like, "We fixed it." Yeah. The and then and then and then the user's like, "Yes, my one problem that they they fixed just for me." When you've probably right. gotten like twenty five thousand emails about the same yeah, thing. Absolutely. Well, you know, you got to suffer to truly be happy, or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Something like so, that. So, so what are the, the good times until until you've gotten through all the bad times? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so speaking of bugs, which which platforms are you actually aiming towards? Is it like uh, Windows, Mac, what else? Linux, probably. Uh huh. Uh, that's it for now. Yeah. We don't oh. know. Will you be okay. supporting the new Apple VR headset? That looks ridiculous. Yeah, totally. <laughs> 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 I'm already working on the VR stuff. But you you type. <laughs> yeah, you type in the text by like eye movement, but, you know, mm-hmm. over a key, oh, virtual yeah, keyboard. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. Awesome. So, so yes. where can people go to find out about what you're doing and and follow along at home we are um, what is our twitter handle god we're so prepared <laughs> so unprepared yeah i mean for one you can wishlist the game on steam yes which yes, helps done. us a lot 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 um, which i've already done nothing's more important oh. yes uh, you um, can follow us on twitter at lual underscore games which is also our twitch handle okay. um i think uh, we're on Instagram. I don't remember what our handle yes. is. Help. I will check. Help. <laughs> Help. <laughs> we are on Instagram and on TikTok. Okay. Oh, TikTok yes. too. Oh, TikTok. Nice adventure. Oh. Yeah. Hey. The, the nice thing about having a publisher with a marketing team is that you have people who do that for you. Oh, there you go. But but you didn't send me to your publisher. You do you, you answered me directly instead. Yeah, that we still do ourselves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but why are you actually on TikTok? It's it's a bit surprising for a text adventure, right, to be on sure. TikTok. Sure. It's very good for game development to uh, market on TikTok. Actually, a lot really? of people have. Yeah. TikTok's a the new thing, man. Too. It's uh, Instagram, yeah. Facebook. They're going out of style. It's uh, TikTok and... where the jazz is. Uh, also, at the same time, like uh, we have a very split target group, and one mm-hmm. of them is like people who actually grew up with text adventures and think this new stuff is interesting. Mm-hmm. And then like the young crowd who's like all about the nostalgia and the mental yeah. health problems. So old people and young people. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing in between. Exactly. Yeah. The, the, if you're middle aged, get yeah. fucked, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. If you're, if you're in your twenties, <laughs> early thirties, eh, you're, you're, you're not, you're not the, the demographic. We're looking for, I mean, I mean, we're I mean, looking no, for no, 60, still... 60 and up and then 18 and below. I, yeah, just sure. want, I just wanted to say. I just wanted to say. With my forty-one, even even I even I didn't start with text adventures in as, a, as as in my childhood. So, yeah. Mm. So I'm probably ruled out there. I mean, I mean, well, I I'm, did. Play... I'm forty-four, and I did start out with it. So, you see, yeah, yes, you see, that's a three years difference there. That's exactly mm. the three years different there. That's and it probably also like was available earlier in america right oh. like english speaking stuff than in well German? we had a lot know. of a lot of games early on because discs were expensive and um 
what you would do is you'd get a magazine and these magazines would, and I got one right here. Um, Let me guess, it's probably Lodestar, right? It's Run. Oh, it's not Run Lodestar. So what you'd do is you'd get, you'd get these magazines from way back in the day. And because, because floppy disks were expensive, they would, put ah. in, they would put in your games as a basic listing that you would have to type in. But because you can only do the most kind of basic type games in that, you can't do like, you know, a triple A, like full graphics, everything, because you would need like, you know, a team of people. These were mostly text adventures or very, very simple, you know, very, very simple sort of text adventure stuff like that. That's and that's what you a lot of people started out with, because. You, you turn on a Commodore 64 and you just get a, 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 a blue screen with a cursor. <laughs> and you got to figure out what to do from there. So, so yeah, cool. it's, it's there was most of the magazine is just is just is just program listings to enter. That's so cool. That's really nice. So that's nice. I now like I feel young again. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, and, you'd have, and, and you'd always you'd always you'd always misspell one thing somewhere, and the whole thing wouldn't work. And then of you'd have course, to go through yeah. and try to figure out which one line of code you messed up. Because it would never tell you. You'd have to go through and just try to figure it out. Oh, we are spoiled with our, <laughs> with our coding programs. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I mean, as I said, I mean, actually, our guests are getting younger in a way. Because like, like you guys, um, um, a lot of people that are now um, the generation set... I would say, are interested into records, which are now called vinyl. Mm -hmm. And here in Germany, tapes are now a yeah, thing. Yeah. Music yeah. tapes I don't are think, coming back. I don't think this is ever going to come back, though, because... Uh, list, listing typing? I don't know. Yeah, that's, that, that was pretty, uh, that <laughs> was pretty that. not fun. Yeah, see? Well, you, you can find most of these as PDFs <laughs> on, on, on the Internet Archive, so... Okay, okay. Find a find a C sixty four emulator and 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 set aside <laughs> six hours to sit down and type type code and Yeah, if I get tired of writing code, I'll just type <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Code and then, off of and a magazine. then prepare to be disappointed by the worst game ever put in a magazine because that's what most of them were. Of I mean I mean nowadays <laughs> you can cheat. You can actually put it on your scanner and then use you OCR and then Oh, what, never like, you could also tell, like, most of these games exist in the world where you can just download them now because someone has typed them in. And no, but improved. you have to suffer yeah. too. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, well, suffering I mean, is I mean, part of the fun. I mean, here in the German magazines, the worst was when there was a typing error in the printed oh. listing, oh. and then the, oh, no. yeah, yeah, the yeah, follow-up yeah. magazine would say like, "Oh, we are sorry, I had a typing mistake in the last oh, no. issue." So here's there. the. Oh, the so worst was the was the actual one and two. the actual Commodore sixty four programmers reference guide that would come to show you how to program it. Um, and it was like it was not a cheap book at the time. It was an expensive, like thick thick book with all these programs that you could type. And I've identified at least like like eight listings that have typos. Oh shit! Oh. <laughs> 
I mean, I guess in like a book that big, it happens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and, and they fix them later tell on. You what's wrong about it? Right. You yeah. just go insane. Yeah. Right. You, you do. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I must have done something wrong. Why doesn't this work? And then, and then later on, like later issues, you know, later revisions would fix it. But that's not for another like like ten years down the road when they release volume two or something. Oh my isn't that that? Isn't that that book that was first released in black and white? And then there was a new version of it? Yeah, the, the, the PRG, yeah, the Programmed Reference Guide, which, which should exist somewhere over here because I, I keep it handy. It's not a dork. I think I, think, I, think I have... I think I have... Everybody, some... Everyone's got the PRG. That's, that's yeah. like... That's uh, not, not in Germany. Not in Germany. Um, in Germany, most people didn't, didn't have it because we had our German... Yeah, this... this, this this glorious, glorious piece of... Give me a second. I got the first version. I can show you. One second. This, I think this is the first version. Is this the Bible yes. for computer first, people? First edition. For, for the C64, <laughs> yeah, yeah. First edition. And I've got actually... Some, I don't know where they are, but I've got notes on here that I wrote in when I figured out that there was an error. Yeah. I found it. So, so what AJ has is actually the later color version. No, well, this, is, this is actually first edition. No, 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 there is one that is that is tenth, even before that. Yes, 10th printing, the first edition. Yes, yeah, but this is the very first one Yeah. With, without color. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Theological because, disputes. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I made some research, and this is actually the first ever printed version. And it's so rare that I found it in Israel. Oh, he has. What? Whoa. <laughs> okay. No? Wow. So, somebody in Israel had this first version. It totally looks beaten up and stuff. But hey, I have it. Yeah. Nice. Because most people in the world only know the version HA has. Well, no, there was another version after this that that I also had. That was the one that I originally had that didn't have the that wasn't spiral bound. But that, but but that's you know it, it's nice to have it open to a page so you can see what you're doing. And that that later version, you couldn't do that without. I I used to just rip the pages out and stick them there. So mine was, wow, yeah, he's brutal. Pretty, mine was in pretty bad shape by the time I was done with it. <laughs> he's brutal. I take a bit more care. Of my <laughs> yeah, yeah. So where were where were we again? We were. We yeah, were, well, I mean, I mean, we actually, things. I mean, TikTok, we actually Instagram. did. We actually finished the interview. We actually finished the interview with the line. Yes. So where can people find you? Oh no, no, we're still going because we have to say what we're gonna. All those, all, we'll put those listings and everything. Uh, the, the the links in the podcast description below, so everyone can check them out. Right. Um, I'm actually. Yes. You know what? I want to do a. Uh, I want a. Uh, I want to record a a a a playthrough of the demo because I think that would be fun. Yeah, man. If if you if you if you want to sit through that, I don't. You can well, do it. Not, not that, a problem. That's, that's a lovely thing to tell our guests. <laughs> well, I mean, if I you want to sit I, through their game, that's fine. I I don't want to do that. I mean, I, 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 I already that. told you. I already told you. I have a very I have a very low low frustration level yeah, um, yeah. when it comes to getting stuck in games. So. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I think this is cool. I'm, I'm on the, I'm, I'm already on the wait list, and, and I'm going to download as soon as we're done here the, uh, the demo. <laughs> nice. I, actually, I, I really actually want to try it because it looks cool, and yeah, um, I'd like to do a, uh, 
a playthrough of the demo for for our well, channel. Well, the truth is, I suck at playing games. I'm better yes. at doing interviews. That's that's how it is. For me. I, I I will agree with that. <laughs> so. Never mind. Anyway, <laughs> well, thank you for sitting down with us and talking about your, your game because thank you. it was awesome. Thank you too. It was really nice. I enjoyed yeah. talking to you. And Thanks. we'll see you at Gamescom. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. I will. I will let you know when 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 I'm doing the planning um, for meeting up with publishers and and coders and so on. So you, you said you you actually will have your publisher showing your game, so you will yeah. not show it yourself. Kind of. Well, we're there. I don't quite know what the setup is going to be yet. Ah, okay. Oh, I mean, well, most of the time, they're just there and the developers are there to show the game off. They like to have the developers there to actually talk about their game. Right. Yeah. Makes Sometimes. sense, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. All righty. But, but, right. but I guess you will be mostly, I guess, um, either in the indie or in the indie area or something? Or the normal business area, or do you do you not know yet? I don't think we're gonna be in the business area, no. but apart from that, no clue. They're still planning it as well, I think. Mm. Mm. Oh. Okay. I see. Well, I will, we just I will... make the game. We don't. Play. <laughs> yeah. Right. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. I, well, I mean, when when we know what we are up to, I will just email you, and then we'll see how we go. Yes, about please. That. That's yeah. good. Right. Yeah, totally. I think last year you were in the indie yes. area, yes. right? Yeah, but we're yeah, not so going mostly. there anymore, I think. Oh. Don't, I don't think so, but we don't oh. know yet. Yeah. Uh, pretty, yeah. pretty complex. Yeah. yeah. But at least, yeah, at right. least, Gamescom is still happening now that E3 yeah. has been canceled forever. Yeah. 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 Did you want to say different. something? Yeah, I just wanted to say before we forget uh, that yeah. I have found the handles. <laughs> <We're taking laughs> sure. Oh, yeah. Huh? It's uh, I doesn't exist altogether dot game. Oh, for nice. Instagram and TikTok? For both, yes. Nice. Oh, nice. Excellent. Perfect. And again, Thank we'll you. put links to all that in the podcast description below so people can follow. Woo. Awesome. Awesome. And you're probably getting, uh, you'll probably be getting, if you haven't already, uh, requests on LinkedIn or Facebook. I know. I see the Yurik is already. <laughs> is already yeah, yeah, yeah. That. So, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably I'm probably going for for LinkedIn. I mostly do. Yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah. have to open LinkedIn again. Yeah, then. I haven't I, done that in a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I rarely I rarely open it yes. as well. But but if we're if we're doing follow ups, then I like to. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I open it when I have messages, but. <laughs> <laughs> I just get so many people asking to connect that I don't know that I just. But yeah. now I will check. <laughs> I'll yeah. check it. Alrighty. Yeah. All right. Well, so thank you, sir. Or, I would say thank you, sir. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's just my general, my go-to. I, I just. Everyone, everyone, work, everyone, sir. Doesn't work Fine quite me. well yeah. this time. Sure it does. Even with an all-female in, 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 in the military, anyone that outranks you is sir. Uh, okay. Right. Fine with well, me. Alrighty. Okay, well, so thanks again for taking the time. And I would say have a good yes. night over there in Switzerland, right? Yeah, yeah. thank you too. Yep. You Keep as well. Keep in touch. And let you, I let you know when we are going to release this. Yep, and I'll let I you guess... know when I do the, the playthrough thingy. Yes, please. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Alrighty. Sweet. <laughs> So talk to you then. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye.